Welcome, Path Folk, to the Find the Path Ventures actual play of the War for the Crown Adventure Path. Where all of our feet hurt from dancing so much. Eh, we're probably used to it. And we also discovered that Bartleby really is a terrible human being. <laughs> <laughs> I think out of touch for sure. Yeah. yeah. He's a brat. We're like, yeah. God, you're just so out of touch. Yeah. Li- uh, yeah, I was going to say a little. I was like, no, it's not a little. It's very <laughs> out of quite touch. A bit. <laughs> yeah. That was. Probably the most uncomfortable I've like been as a player to like have to experience that. And I was like, this is so demeaning. It was pretty bad. On yeah. the plus side, though, we did our best to uh, to help where we could. So, yeah, we mitigated what we could. We we followed the assignment. So, you know, I, we, I feel okay, good we for that. We technically played the game without playing the game. We exactly. played our own game. <laughs> yeah, we exactly. Game. We changed the rules. Yes. Don't hate the player. <laughs> this is definitely a don't hate the player, hate the game moment. Yeah. <laughs> I very Although, much hate this game. Yeah, exactly, right? Like, I don't oh my gosh. blame Tribune Psychum for just leaving after that. Yeah, I mean, that was... No, that was the appropriate response, and I could tell all of us were like, man, if it wouldn't be like just in such bad form, we would absolutely have followed we have around. We have things yeah. to accomplish. Yeah. yeah. We didn't have a mission, we would have been like, yeah, screw we're this. We're not here to socialize, we're actually here to work, so we gotta go work. Yeah. Yes, but the work is socializing. I know, and the work is socializing, it's awful. Socializing <laughs> is always work. <laughs> Yes, for all the introverts out there, socializing is work. I, I don't know. Nowadays, I think introvert, extrovert, just the world has made socializing hard. <laughs> to be fair, most of my socialization goes over a Zoom meeting at work. So it's like, uh, it's even worse. Uh, I'm, on, I'm on camera. Uh. But yeah, I suppose uh, jumping back in, when last we left our heroes, our Knights of Summer, now here in the, uh, the beautiful Merritt County, are attending the Tanager Jubilee, the gala celebrating the founding of Birdsong Palace by the House Stavian, now being administered by Count Bartleby Lothied. You had uh, thus far engaged in some polite banter, gone around and played a little game of truco for some of you, while the rest of you had battled it out on the uh, on the tilt. Letting their actions speak louder than their words. <laughs> a battle <laughs> for God. the centuries. Yeah. Yeah, it was unfortunate. I kind of got thrown around a lot. Well, He's really good. He's just so good. fall where they may, and sometimes... It's true. I know. do appreciate someone commenting on our Discord that we just played it straight. And it's like, yeah, well, yep. that's that's just what happens with the dice, you know? It happens. Because normally it'd be like, Oliver wins one round, and then O'Kara wins the next round, and then yeah. it's a nail-biting, who's going to win the third round? Yeah. yeah. Which would have been great, but unfortunately. Yeah, narratively, that would have been nice, but there's no, no safe such coming in yeah. for the crown. <laughs> no, <laughs> unfortunately not. We have zero mulligans. Find the Path would have far fewer funeral episodes. If yeah. that oh, that's true. Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, I think Oliver and I are in agreement about this that I'd rather lose with honor than win just making the dice be what I want them to be. Also, if you're going to lose, losing to Okira is okay. Yeah, it's true. Oh, yeah, I don't a, feel too bad guy. about that. Yeah, he's he's a good guy. Yeah, if you had lost to uh, Lothi Kasava, then we all would have been like, oh, yeah, yeah. Then we would have pleaded for hero points. Then then I then I would have challenged him to a duel afterwards and probably lost <laughs> that too. <laughs> exactly. You snake. You yeah, challenged him to a duel, and then one of us would have ended up in the lake. I don't know how. <laughs> the duel is a pushing contest into the lake. I find a ring of the ram on the way over, and I just push him into the lake. <laughs> The dueling grounds are on your map, and they are are on the edge of the lake. Mm, hey, oh, there, there we go. go. I do have hydraulic push. 
Oh, there you go. <laughs> after the joust was the tournament, or actually after the joust was the speech, uh, which mm-hmm. uh, was somewhat rudely interrupted by an assassination eventful. attempt on the uh, the count. Yep. Uh, which Felix fortunately uh, thwarted, and unfortunately none of you were able to really garner any information uh, other than suspecting that this was uh, possibly the work of the Night Swan, although I think there was also some uh, some theories floating around that this was someone trying to implicate the Night Swan. Yep. Who knows? Yep. Yeah. I know. <laughs> After that, you had joined everyone inside for the Feast of the Victor, which was mm-hmm. a rather uh, pleasant affair. Everyone Overall. had a chance to yeah. eat yeah. some delicious food, which was followed by a little bit of entertainment in the form of mm. the great halfling charioteers. That was so that awful. Was terrible. Bad. Bad, bad, bad. That was bad, and everybody should feel bad, but they don't. Mm. It was it was Baroness Voinum and then Gurusain that were the two, and Okara that yeah, were also Okara. mad. Yeah, yeah. Gusarin looked like he was about to go punch someone, but I uh, thought he was going to faint of like <laughs> having a heart attack. <laughs> it's like you've done what? Because it was obviously not in his itinerary. He wasn't no. so lawful. I could be like, I, I see why you're the Night Swan, right? <laughs> like, yeah. I, I can see why you want to take Bartleby out. Like, yeah. I mean, if he were a vigilante and not an inquisitor. Yeah, yeah. I know. Like, that's, that's mm-hmm. the thing is like, man, it would be like such a twist if he was a vigilante and he just pretends to be an inquisitor. There's no way to determine my alignment. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still leaning toward our carriage lady. I think it's her. It seems the most likely candidate yeah. at the moment. Maybe it's someone you haven't even met yet. Maybe. It could be. But right now she's top of my list in a good way, not a bad way. <laughs> I, I know we kind of turned around and we're like, huh, this Night Swan has some good ideas here. <laughs> <laughs> but after the after the incident that will no longer be spoken of. <laughs> the late unpleasantness. The Grand Ballroom had been cleared out and used for its intended purpose as a uh, the evening is concluding with uh, dancing as well as uh, card games mm-hmm. um, in a different room. I believe uh, we left off as... Uh, Felix had danced with Count Bartleby. Verity had danced with Baron O'Kara. Gwen was dancing with Sir Ghoul. Cornelius was dancing with Lady Crab. And Oliver was dancing with Baroness Voynum. Mm-hmm. And had some pretty good time. I think you guys had made some uh, some really good, successful roles there. We have some yeah. helpful people. Gwen yeah. kind of got a date. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Well, I mean, that that's was right. your entire objective. Yes. <laughs> so mission accomplished. Gwen undertook a side, a side quest real quick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I believe currently Count Bartleby is still indifferent. Mm-hmm. Still doing pretty good as far as Bartleby's concerned. Yeah. Baron O'Kara is now at helpful for the party. Yeah. yeah. Baroness Voynum is uh, still unfriendly. Yeah. <laughs> Lady Crab, however, is also helpful. Mm-hmm. Woo. And Honorary Tribune Sycam is still unfriendly. Yep. And and also left for the evening, so there's not much we can do about that right yeah. now. She basically did everything that she needed to do. Mm-hmm. Which was show up. Show yeah. up, ate some food and all the rest of that stuff, and everyone starts dancing. She's like, nope, I'm out. Yeah. Not I was that. here for the uh, entertaining tournament. Yeah. I was also here for him almost getting assassinated. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure she enjoyed that. Maybe she's the Night Swan. Mission accomplished. I feel like she's too tired to be the Night Swan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's fair. Too much to do. Yeah. Like, oh, jeez. Is she she's too like tired to be the Night Swan, or is she too tired from being the Night Swan? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, oh, man. That's the question. Mm-hmm. But we left off. We left off as the clock had rang the 11 o'clock hour. Everyone taking a break as you just finished the uh, the galliot, uh, your lively uh, leaping dance of which mm-hmm. you uh, you just concluded. 
I have more dance names to tell all of you people that I'm not really... I've actually watched a couple of videos on these, unlike Truco. I actually watched a couple of videos on these because they are widely available. <laughs> but again, all of you stand here in this, this beautiful grand ballroom, this spacious area. Again, these beautiful marble floors, now devoid of all the colorful powder that have been thrown everywhere. The walls covered in frescoes, as is the this vaulted ceiling overhead. The three chandeliers hanging down, casting all of this in this almost ethereal, this fairy tale light of all these people in beautiful dressing gowns and suits as they've been spinning about the dance floor. Because again, while uh, the initial dance was just all of you, everyone else has kind of paired off uh, as well as they can. But as the 11 o'clock hour rings. Ah, Great. What else can go wrong? There's another assassination attempt. <laughs> it's time to go play cards. You break off from your companions, make your way over. There's a giant, giant punch bowl. It's not self-serve. There's a servant, but there's a mm. giant punch bowl. Some there of these go. nobles here probably don't know how to use a punch bowl. They just stand there and stare <laughs> at what it. What on earth is a ladle? Yeah. I figured this would be done by magic. <laughs> Who doesn't enchant their ladle? <laughs> a figure enters the far side of the room. Uh-oh, who would be? A regal-looking, beautiful woman, probably in her early 70s. She oh, has a Helen thick Mirren. mane of white hair, uh, wearing this green and champagne dress. As she steps in, the guards standing nearby look over this is the in some one. surprise as she enters. Bartleby, from across the room, you see, starts to kind of beeline his way over there. The woman looks once over the room before the servant the, uh, the Herald, who had been announcing all of it. Again, every time you've gone into a room in this place, you've been announced. Oh, jeez. Oh, geez. Nobody so even extra. hears it anymore. Uh, kind of <laughs> clears his throat for a moment. <clears throat> a Duchess Vleto of House Lethede. The woman inclines her head and makes her way into the room. Any of those of you who wish may make me a knowledge and nobility. I wish and I shall. <laughs> okay, thank God. I roll a two for a ten. <laughs> I rolled a three for a 13. Uh, Gwen rolled a 17 for a 30. <laughs> Felix got a four for a 14. Wow. Oliver got a four as well for a 16. Oh, wow. oh gee, y'all. Wow. Like, Who's this? That was terrible. <laughs> hey, Gwen did pretty well. Yeah, yeah except for Gwen. Thankfully, Gwen, Gwen's here. Gwen's carrying. Yeah. So Gwen has an idea of what's going on. Yeah. The five of you stand over here in close proximity to the punch bowl, having probably recent, again, Dancing is uh, is thirsty work as you're mm. sitting there. Ah, in good case, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> sitting there, yeah. sipping at your uh, your punch as you look across the distance, as uh, everything around you is just like <laughs> as whispers start to uh, to circle amongst That's the gathered people. Panavar's wife, huh. the the Duke's uh, wife. She was affected by some illness about. 10 years ago and she's never returned back to Apara. She was used to be well-renowned for her wit and guile and some people say that the sickness has affected her mentally and that she's been mm. locked away for her own safety. Mm. Oh. That's hmm. a quite sad story. Verity turns over like, am I about to see some drama? Let me see. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how very Jane Eyre. Mm. Yeah. Uh, is she going to set fire to the roof? And yes, she's here. <laughs> She's been staying at Birdsong. Just Interesting. apparently maybe locked away. Gwen shrugs. Oh my god, it, it is Jane Eyre. It's Mad Woman <laughs> in the attic. Oh, oh yeah. my god. Oh, so yeah, because oh the wife wasn't allowed to come out of the attic. Apparently <laughs> she can't. <laughs> so she would be Bartleby's aunt. Ah. Let's see. How's Bartleby hmm. looking? Is he like excited? Is he worried? 
Anyone that wishes to may make me a sense of motive. I can do that. So Bartleby is not thrilled about this. Oh, good. Uh. Oh, we might very well see some drama Well, then. based on the um, story, this seems to be quite unexpected. Should we perhaps do something, or is it best to just leave it alone? Oh, this seems oh. like a family matter. This definitely seems like a family matter. Very was so pleased. Cornelius would know all about family matters. <laughs> oh, no, I walked right into that. No. Oh, no. Got him. <laughs> I, I think we should observe very attentively, though. Yes, of course. <laughs> Very well. We're all just sipping, watching. <laughs> okay, Where's <all> right. our tea? <laughs> it's, it's time for Jordan's wild theory. She's the nice one. <laughs> <laughs> I she was yeah. Oh, God. I, that would be rad. That would be wild. She's like, you locked me away. Now I'm going to crossbow you. <laughs> Count Lothied makes his way over. Uh, you can tell that they have a, a discussion. It's a lot of that. Uh, there's not an easy way to say this. If she were dangerous, she certainly doesn't seem it. Mm. She makes a couple of remarks back towards Bartleby that uh, judging from his reaction, he doesn't seem very pleased with. Um, he does that thing where there's almost that rictus smile that he gets mm. kind of smile and oh, nod. That oh, and that's yeah. sort of like yeah. gesturing away any of the serving staff that are like, oh, the, the Duchess is here. I should bring over tea or something like that. Mm. Mm. All around the room, everyone else is carrying on conversations in their own groups. They're just like ours. However, there's obviously that, that like, oh, we're having a polite conversation, but everyone, there's just enough of a gap in the group to keep them in, in line of sight. They're doing what we're doing. Yep. Uh, eventually, though, you all watching this see the count turn his head a little bit, maybe in the first like open sign of frustration that doesn't require sense motive check, kind of reaches up, like rubs his temples for a moment, gestures towards her holding up a finger. Rude. Not in that, not like wagging his finger, more in that like one and then steps away as she turns, mm. smiles, looking over the ballroom. All right, we gotta oh talk dear. to her. Oh. Yeah, and that begins she uh, wants to dance. the 11 o'clock hour um, as everyone begins to kind of start socializing. Yeah, Verity's uh. gonna go ask her to dance. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. I mean, she came down here to have fun, presumably. So, I mean, if Verity wants to, I'd say go for it. Yeah, it oh, doesn't yeah. see. I was gonna go talk to Bartleby, but now this doesn't seem like the time. You should certainly talk to Bartleby. Oh yes, go yeah. talk to Bartleby. Yeah. Okay, all right. I understand family His drama. Guard might be down. Uh, I was gonna say. I was gonna say. I didn't want to walk right into that. <laughs> Let's talk about family matters. Maybe <laughs> don't <laughs> distract him by talking about the arcane. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's why I think I'm thinking I'll do. I was gonna go play cards, but this is way more interesting. <laughs> so Faraday's gonna go and uh, and attempt to dance with the uh, the Duchess. Sure. All right. Or at least if she, if she's up for it, and if not, we'll just chat. Fair enough. Uh, what about Cornelius? Uh, so I don't think dancing is probably what uh, Bartleby needs right now. Um, I'm going to probably maybe see if he wants to go play some cards or something. He's probably going to want to keep an eye on her. Yeah, actually, that's a good point. Yeah. You could just chat. You don't yeah, have you can to still dance talk to, be in the to him yeah, while he's keeping talk, an eye yeah. on his aunt. The only difference is, is if you're just choosing to talk, then you can't make the checks to try to get the bonus on the roll. Mm. Oh, all right. Well. Let's, you can uh, ask him to dance if you wanted to. Yeah, sure. Why not? We'll, we'll dance. Okay. <laughs> That's uh, uh, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so to say, right. uh, dancing with Crab earlier wasn't probably any more fun. The, the thing is, he gets along well with her, but it's like he's he's having to flirt when he doesn't really necessarily have very strong feelings because he literally just met her. Yeah, that's true. It's been he's not the kind of guy that just starts with flirt. Like he's a d default flirt kind of guy. Oh, Gwen is. Gwen is. Yeah, no, Gwen, <laughs> Gwen absolutely makes sense. Speaking of yeah. Gwen, uh, I don't know. What's anyone else that we're supposed to be? What's the Baroness doing? Um, nothing right now. Everyone's just kind of 
sorting out dance partners. So the idea is if you want to swoop in. Can I ask, just ask her, hey, let's go play around of cards and chit chat with her and try to figure out her biases. Yeah, that's not a problem at all. All right. So Gwen is going to uh, go play some cards with Lady Voinel. What about Felix? Yeah, unfortunately, there's a there is a rather lack of figure out what's up with that Earl. The one that was rude to me. Yeah. I don't think he was actually rude to you. I think he <laughs> was trying to actually compliment you. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, you could meet up with the Earl. Thus far, he's been more staying on the sidelines, kind of watching the dance and occasionally going to play cards. Uh, due to the fact that he walks with a cane, you're not sure if he dances at all. Yeah. There's also um, who is Titus, who, I mean, maybe. There's Titus. <laughs> I'm just going to say, if I ask him to dance, he's going to punch me in the face. So. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> is that code for go to the dueling ground? <laughs> Shall we dance? <laughs> the dance of Christopher. But yeah, I mean, there is... Uh, Earl Yonder, which you haven't had a chance to. I mean, technically speaking, he's actually the most prestigious person here. Mm. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go chat with him. Go uh, join him. Uh, imagine over in the game room. Yeah, we'll go play cards together. And Count Dorhan. Now I need you to dance with Titus. <laughs> I, do we even want to have Titus no, on I our side? No, we <laughs> don't. <laughs> if you can't decide, you're gonna get crabbed. <laughs> okay, I want that on a bumper sticker now. <laughs> You've crab been crabbed. Crab sound real similar. It's really nice. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. All right, fine. I'm gonna let's go play cards. Sure, I'll join Gwen with some cards if she's fine with that. Oh yeah. All right, let's do it. We'll team up. I mean, I still have that plus one on checks influence Voinum as well from the tournament. So I suppose, uh, you know, Felix, Gwen, Oliver, the lot of you make your way out, basically passing uh, out of the the ballroom here, passing through the parlor and by the library before through the, you make your way through the drawing room, across the grand hall, and then eventually to the game room. The dedicated game room. I like that it has a nice felt table in there. It's like a billiards yeah. table. Oh, um, man. Split nice. the party. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, no, we left Cornelius and Verity together. That'll be fine. I mean, there's an entire ballroom. <laughs> oh, that's true. But it's the game room itself is a spacious room. It's actually about 20 feet long, uh, 15 feet wide. There's a large billiards table in the center of the room, uh, although there's actually a setup where there's a folding wooden tabletop, basically, that goes across it uh, that is also felt, but set up for cards, which seems to be the plan for the evening. Uh, one wall is lined with a variety of different pull sticks, as well as uh, all the assorted accoutrements you would need for uh, playing a game of billiards. The far wall has a number of uh, bookcases built into it, containing a vast variety of board games, mostly of the strategic variety, considering this is Taldor. Mm. And so uh, if you want to play some more Hammer Fantasy, they've got those set up over there. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> nice. I There's the even a, uh, a dartboard set up on one wall, um, nice. as well nice. as a chalkboard next to it uh, set up to serve as a scoreboard for the uh, the obviously competitive Taldai nobles that would come here and play darts. <laughs> yeah, you make your way in here. There are a number of, uh, of stools here as you are accompanied by, uh, again, Earl Mercondus as well as uh, Baroness uh, Voinum. So suppose let's do a quick uh, a quick round. Verity, you make your way over towards the Duchess, who gives you a winning smile. Oh, I love her already. In that polite way of someone who, uh, again, you're not used to being of a lower station than many people, but she is a Duchess. Yeah, I do a, I do a, what am I wearing, a dress? I do a curtsy. She reaches out, gently takes your hand, mm. takes a moment to glance down over your uh, your signet before nodding to, to you. <laughs> Gotta figure out who you are. <laughs> Lady Corsina. Ah, yes. Um, I am Baroness Verity Corsina. Baroness Corsina. Yes. It's a pleasure to make your acquaintance, uh, Duchess Lafitte. 
Why, thank you. It's so nice to have company here. Birdsong is so dully quiet most of the time. <laughs> mm, I can only imagine. Would you like to dance? I would love to dance. My dear doting nephew has afforded me this uh, this opportunity. <laughs> oh, how nice of him. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Can we recruit this okay. wonderful oh, lady, please? The Duchess is our secret weapon against Bartleby right here, right now. We're making an ally. I love her so much. Wow. So have you been staying at uh, Birdsong Long? Or are you just here for the Jubilee? I've been, um, oh, what's the term? Imprisoned. Uh, convalescing here for the last 10 years or so. Hmm. Can't decide if convalescing is good or bad. No, convalescing <laughs> is bad. I mean, I think it's meant to be good, but I think she's using it in a negative. Mm. Well, I guess it's just our pleasure for having you here then. Um, <laughs> I would not have gotten to meet you had you not been here. Well, I'm glad that you feel that way. I've met a number of Corsinas in my time. You are a very uh, respectable family. Mm. I had the opportunity to work with, um, I'm sure he's probably an uncle of yours, or maybe a great uncle, considering how youthful you are. Two names, one of the uncles that you're vaguely familiar okay, with. Okay, I was just like... <laughs> <laughs> so I've, I've probably met him once. You youthful 40-year-old, ah, yes, yes. you. She takes your hand as you make your way uh, out onto the, the dance floor. What brings you all the way to Birdsong? Ah, a friend of mine just traced her inheritance to... The Betany Estate. The Betany Estate. I was like, statues, that's not it. Mm. It's in Stackies, Stackies. but... Um, and so I've come to, to assist her for a while. Ah, the Betanys. I vaguely recall there was a... Oh, what was her name? Mm. Ah, I forget. Alice? Mm, that sounds about right. Mm. She was, I think, a kind woman. I don't remember much pertaining towards her. Still, I'm more just curious about uh, this little gathering. My nephew, unfortunately, doesn't keep me in the loop, as, uh, mm. as my husband did. Ah, yes, this is apparently an annual event, the Tanager Jubilee. I honestly is don't know much Rova about it myself. Is it already? Yes, it is. Oh, that explains it. I'm sorry, I, I get a little scattered sometimes, which I suppose is part of the reason that I'm here. Although, of course, my doting nephew makes certain that I don't have to lift so much as a finger so uh, I sometimes lose track of the day-to-day -day goings on around the uh, the palace ah oh, well where's the fun in that um, if you'd like while we're in local to the area we'd love to have you visit or perhaps we could visit you oh well, I would certainly find that quite interesting and honestly I would love an opportunity to get uh, out of the palace hmm. if you can extend that invitation to me I don't know you said that your friend had inherited the estate Oh, of course. I'll speak with her. I'm sure it's not a problem. We'll we'll send an official invitation. We're just soon. gonna kidnap this woman and keep her away from Bartleby. <laughs> I, I have that weird thing where I'm like, is she like sick because of something that they're doing? You know, like is this one of those like mm. yeah, this is a yellow sinister. wallpaper situation? Yeah, exactly. Or it's like, yeah. is she like being fed a tea to make her sick? You know, yellow wallpaper. Great short story suggestion. Great short story. Yeah. Oh man, I don't really know what I'm trying to get out of this woman other than she's she made Bartleby mad, so I love it. The two of you begin <laughs> dancing. Have you been to Aparo recently? Ah, yes. I, <laughs> oh, God, um, she probably doesn't know about the, uh, the death oh of the gosh, Grand I Prince. Oh, my gosh, I wonder. She may not. Yeah, she may, may, she may not. I actually attended the Exaltation Gala, unfortunately, perhaps. Oh, Panavar was telling me about that. There was some sort of unpleasantness there, wasn't there? Yes, it was quite a bit of uh, unpleasantness, I would say. Okay, her own husband didn't tell her what's Panavar going on. Panavar told her. Well, but he just she said. didn't act like there was a great tragedy, right? 
we're very British here. We're she's, very she's stiff upper very lip. Very stiff upper lip, yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. He'd mentioned something about that and uh, uh, the unfortunate passing of the uh, the young grain prince. Mm, yes. <laughs> and quite a few senators, unfortunately. I'd had a few occasions to meet him before. He was quite the charming man. Ah, yes. I summered here as a child once, and he was... He was quite fun. He took us hunting. Did you? What year was that? Uh, that must have been in, what, 92? Quite some time ago. Nearly 25 years. Panavar and I didn't meet until 93. Ah, I also met Panavar. He told me a story. Um, unfortunately, I don't remember the details of it. He's such a charming man, isn't he? He is. It's unfortunate he couldn't make it. Well, I'm certain that he could have if he had wanted to, but he tends <laughs> to despise these sort of soirees. Ah, He'll sometimes enough. make an appearance or such. One of us. One of us. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. He was here earlier this week. Oh. But you know how it is. Well, actually, I don't know if you know how it is. Being married to a wizard, they tend to just pop in and pop out as they need. <laughs> yeah. You know, I imagine that could be quite frustrating at times. Oh, not really. It's, he can go and do his work, and he comes to see me uh, quite often, considering the air here agrees with me more than the uh, the air in Opara, though I miss the circles. Uh, mm. Something fierce. I spent a great deal of time in my youth enjoying the finer things. I note that you're armed. Ah, yes, it's an old habit. Well, considering the, again, unpleasantness that I'd heard about mm. at your last soiree, I'm not surprised that you would choose to uh, be a little bit more cautious. Yes. And of course, with what's happening with these assassination attempts, even here, you just never know. Uh, yes. You know, I was involved in investigating an assassination once. Really? Whose? There was a lady by the name of Tormaine. Uh, it was a Kadiran assassination. I'm retired now, but in my mm. youth, I was quite well respected amongst the lines blades. <laughs> oh, damn! Wow. She wow. is cool. Right. <laughs> She's so cool. I was not expecting I'm that. I'm generally speaking not supposed to tell anyone about it, but what are they going to do? Your secret's <laughs> safe with me. Mm, I had to uh, infiltrate Kadira for some oh. time. It was a rather exciting exchange. It was part of the time that I met Panavar. He was hmm. divining some uh, answers to uh, um, said assassination attempt. Uh, and the two of us rather hit it off. She is so rad. I love her. She's so cool. I like she's her. so cool. Verity's just like in awe of this life. life. This is cool. I was going to say, like, dang, man, what a life. I'm going to need her to tell me every story that's ever happened to her. <laughs> <laughs> Dump your entire life story monologue now. I do greatly appreciate your your invitation, as I said. Compared to what I used to do at Opar, it is dreadfully dull here. Yeah, can you imagine being a lion's blade and being well respected on the Apara noble scene and now you're just stuck in bird song with your dip <laughs> nephew all the time yeah. well it, the, the problem also is it says she spent 10 years convalescing which sounds one like she doesn't get much social interaction and she hasn't Probably been able not. to even do like the most basic of things mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. well it's the least I can do um, invite you out maybe play some king I'm fond of that game who are you yes I am a huge fan. Hmm. However, it is unrealistic, isn't it? Well, of course. Nothing ever works as pleasantly as things with strict rules like war games. Well, and if we're being honest, if one is to, shall we simply say, she leans in, remove one's opponent, one would never wish for a fair and equal battlefield. Hmm. Oh, of course. Taking out the king first, that is what I would do. 
<laughs> um, is she giving us instructions? <laughs> Maybe. Has she done a little king slaying in the past? Was a lion's blade? I mean, keep poking her. We might find out. <laughs> oh, she just seems so interesting. Let yeah. us enjoy a dance. And you are an extraordinarily charming woman. And I will certainly take up your invitation to come and meet you. I would love the chance to uh, head out of Birdsong to head to this Betany estate. And suffice it to say, I'm certain that uh, my nephew will understand. <laughs> she leans in again. And if he doesn't, how could he stop me? I love her so much. You have no idea how high my disabled device is. <laughs> I laugh a little. I love her so much. This is She's the pretty great. for our group. <laughs> yes. Oh we my gosh, yes. It's yes. a DC 40 door and she picked it with a hairpin. <laughs> I'm just saying, wow. we need to keep her on Like She can stay. She's the best. Of, she's she's amazing. sharp. Why is she long? She's amazingly sharp. I wonder yeah. if it comes and goes. Yeah, that's like, what oh, I'm that's worried possible. about. That's possible. Maybe. So I suppose real quick... Um, yeah, would you like to uh, attempt to influence her? Uh, sure. You may make a diplomacy check if you would like. Yeah, I'm like, I don't really have any other skills that I think she'll care about. So, hey, okay. I roll a 16 for a 24. Nice. Very That's nice. pretty good. Yeah. Yes, he seems pretty friendly with you. Awesome. Hey. Again, most of the conversation that you have uh, as you, you continue the stance forward kind of revolves more around... Uh, more banal subjects um, as she just kind of chats up about the, the daily goings on and all the rest mm. of that stuff, um, how she does get out and horseback ride and, and all that. But uh, but mm. Bartleby insists that she should be up in her room, breathing the fresh air and uh, and staying in bed and, you know, that all this traveling around and letter writing and all the rest of that stuff that barely, barely keeps her sick. Mm. Verity oh, is right. so upset. There, there is some shenanigans going on here. I don't like it. that. No, I'm that's the thing. Right they used to think that women just needed to rest a lot. Mm. Yeah. Again, that's, read that's the yellow wallpaper. That's why there's literally a giant <laughs> bathhouse in Bath, England. Ah, yeah. yeah. oh, yellow yeah. wallpaper. There's a giant there. bathhouse here. Or the, giant the new bath, mission you know, is to save this old woman <laughs> from a life of boredom. Yeah, put it on the quest tracker. Yeah. Although she does share that uh, she's actually, so that she is, uh, she is kept in uh uh, the most comfortable situations that the Grand Prince actually gave Duke Panavar permission for her to use the uh, the royal tower. Wow. Mm. Oh. So she's locked away in a tower. <laughs> I don't know if that's the good royal or bad. Tower. Again, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's man. a little hard to tell at this point. They, they made sure there was the maximum number of stairs you'd have to walk down. True. Well, it's the royal tower, but it's only two floors. Well, oh, lovely. Okay. Yeah, it's I, also you say the tower, best I'm thinking place. like, you know, a 50-foot tower. No, the thing with the royal tower is... Um, it's connected on the ground floor. It's actually just down the hallway from uh, where all of your rooms are. Um, however, the second floor is completely separate from the main building. Hmm. Hmm. She's the best. And after this dance, Verity will gush about her new favorite human being. <laughs> <laughs> so for those of you dancing. Oh, hey, I'm dancing. Uh, you can still make rolls to impress if you so wish. The second hour uh, starts with the Almain, uh, a lively dance with a simpler pattern than the Galliard, both Verity, as well as Cornelius, may attempt a perform dance uh -huh. uh, at a DC of 15 or a knowledge nobility at a DC of 20. Uh, knowledge nobility it is. Knowledge nobility it is. Oh, I'm too distracted. I roll badly mm. for a five for a 13. I'm no, not uh, used to doing the man's part. I'm not used to leading. So Cornelius rolls a 14 for a 24, though. Wow. Knowledge oh, well. nobility. There you go. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> Again, Verity, um, 
you're just kind of thrown off about this. The Duchess carries on kind of, again, this general sort of like conversation of like, oh, Baron O'Kara, like I've met him in passing and all the rest of that. And then every once in a while, like she just drops things that kind of throw you off where she's just like, oh, I understand that Baron O'Kara was, uh, was, he was recently down in Zamar. Oh, you know, this one time I got into a sword fight with seven ruffians in the back streets of Zavar. And like launches into this whole like, and then I beat them all down. I only had a parasol with me, but um, <laughs> they all survived. Amazing. <laughs> she reminds me of the, uh, the book series that Jess bought me. Uh, I think it's part of the Parasol pr- Protector. It's with etiquette and espionage. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, that yeah. That's Lion Blades. She's cool. Yeah, the back like, that I was, yeah. <laughs> Just casually throwing that out, like, yeah. no big deal. You're blowing my mind. Back in the 4660s, uh, back That's in the 60s, you know, I was one of the most famed duelists in all of Opara. Oh my God, before I was headhunted so- after attending to Kith. She's so cool. <laughs> she is very, very cool. I really hope this isn't one of those things where she's just making this all up because uh, it's so <laughs> she's good. Been, she's just been I'm not reading a bunch motive. of books. I want it to be true. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was like, Verity's like, please lie to me. <laughs> I've reverted to like a teenager with like a boy band. Like, I love her. <laughs> Cornelius, in the meantime, is uh, is actually, dude's get, got his feet under him now. He's like, now I'm going. All right. Like, I, I know these. Well, it's also that thing where like Cornelius got trained in all of this. Well, so we all I. did. And it's been going to like family events, I'm sure, where he has to do all this stuff. And it's like, oh, man, but he's yeah. good at it. Dang it. Count Bartleby seems to be struggling a little bit, but you think that's more because he's constantly looking at over, <laughs> over there for sure. <laughs> However, following the uh, the Almain, the dancing here concludes uh, with a volta. Hmm. Um, this is a fast paced dance with skips and leaps, uh, well known for the extraordinarily unique feature of the dancers lifting their partners into a leap. <laughs> Which Ooh, is considered step. extraordinarily risque because it does require that you grab them by the hips. Or is it both? I'm curious. Actually, out of curiosity, what is uh, what is Cornelius's strength? Uh, terrible. <laughs> My strength is a big fat ten. Hmm. So plus average. zero mod. Yep. Okay, Bartleby is substantially stronger than you, so uh, he'll he'll be doing the lifting. That's fine. That's totally fine. He just spreads his arms out like, yes. (laughs) Oh, my God. He's like doing the dirty dancing scene. That's what I was about to say, Rach. It's the dirty dancing scene. Start spinning around. Oh, my. Oh, my. I'm going to let you in behind the screens here. Um, Is that unadjusted? Huh? Eh? Apparently, apparently Bartleby should be played by Henry Cavill or something like that. (laughs) Dang. Underneath that suit, he's rocking an 18 natural strength. The Holy crap! Jeez, I was like, you, you have to have a I don't know, belt or something. Cause... No, no, he's just apparently he just sits there and works out all day. <laughs> well, what else is the wizard gonna do? He's gonna read books and he's gonna do push ups while he reads books. <laughs> he's got one of those leg presses or whatever else it is. He just has a spell book in his lap the whole time. <laughs> <Yeah>. Just <laughs> oh, he's not skipping leg day. <laughs> but yes, so for those of you uh wishing to, this is a performed dance. DC 15 or an acrobatics DC 20. <laughs> if you have a uh, strength of 14 or higher, you get a plus two bonus on this check. Oh, heck yes. Won't be getting that. I will take that plus two <laughs> bonus. This, uh, this DC is going to be bad. I only have a plus two acrobatics. Yeah, because I mean, even if you're the mind. one being lifted, you, can, you still have to use oh, your no. core. You can do dance on train, technically. You just... Verity is so bad at these. Um, I roll a two for a nine. I mean, I rolled a six for an eight. I didn't do much better. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I've rolled that well most of this episode. 
Yeah, the the volta is a difficult dance. It's it's a renowned, challenging dance. And, uh, say, it's and definitely the such. thing of, of uh, Cornelius being like, "I've never been lifted before." Oh God, I'm falling. I, kind of, I quietly curse Bartleby <laughs> for putting Bartleby. this on the list. Why did you choose this dance? <laughs> well, because Bartleby does great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he does. He's so so my favorite dance. He is the Ryan Gosling in this situation. Mm. Oh, for sure. I need to do some performed dance. Gwen, give us lessons. <laughs> teach us, Gwen. Teach us the mysteries of your wife. I was actually going to ask her at the end of this uh, whole thing. So, <laughs> give us lessons. Yeah. I was actually going to start putting some ranks and perform dance as a secondary perform for Gwen. Okay, Gwen is going to have to teach all of us how to dance. That's what's happening. Yeah. yeah, fair. You can dance if you want to. <laughs> Cornelius succeeded on the uh, first one. Uh, then, basically, the equivalent, I believe, you're attempting an acrobatics. Yep. Mm. Well, I got that going for me. So yeah, I believe that you're wanting to uh, to chat up Bartleby. Yes. Um, so you may make me a praise, knowledge, arcana, or planes, bluff, or diplomacy. Knowledge arcana will say, uh, let's see, I'm getting a plus two bonus because he admires fellow practitioners of the arcane arts. That is true. So that gives me a plus 13 to start. Sounds good. Let's go. Stack those bonuses. All right. Okay. I rolled an eight for a 21. A 21 succeeds. A 21 succeeds by five. Actually, hey. nice. Hey, all right. uh, granting you go. two steps towards uh, influencing Bartleby. As, again, you, I imagine you kind of commiserate where you're just like, oh. Yeah, um, family, man. Family's complicated. Probably not like explicitly yeah. talking about it. Maybe talking about your own. It's like, oh, I see your aunt's here. You know, my aunt that uh, we She's don't tend to let her out for aunt. parties. She's the drunk aunt, yes. Yes. <laughs> she always comes out and starts spouting her conspiracy theories. Or she oh, says, no. you, do that little dance you do. Yeah. yeah. Yes, you know the one from when you were five. Do it now. <laughs> and you're like, Auntie, I'm 45. <laughs> Does that change him to not indifferent? <laughs> you know? I, I think we, we kind of knocked him down a couple of points yeah. at some point. Well, well, during the, the beanbag toss, he noticed that we weren't uh, fully engaged. He noticed engaged. that Gwen threw a bag at Titus. <laughs> Which yep. you would think he'd be okay with, but... No, it causes drama. Yeah. I don't know a noble who doesn't like drama. Well, not when it's his event. <laughs> I will go ahead and allow Cornelius to make me a sense motive. Oh, gosh. I'm not good at this. Surprise. You can't influence him any further. He's the nice one. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm making him upset by dancing with his aunt. Or, yeah, that's it. Yeah, you, you just can't get a read on him. Uh, sense motive is not Cornelius' bag. Well, it's also that... It's that level of... Uh, decorum that has been drilled into his head where even while he's watching the situation he knows that everyone here the subject has gone away from the jubilee that everyone here the subject is now the duchess yeah mm. yeah uh i will as part of this uh our uh offer to share my spells with him so okay we can do a little uh spell swap Come to our spell swap circle Oliver and I get together every morning <laughs> <laughs> well we i think we've already grabbed most of the spells we wanted from each other's yeah, there's one yeah, I think I was going to ask you about, but yeah, I yeah. think at this point I'm okay. I think her whole point is just yeah. getting him in the club. Like, oh yeah, yeah we do this regularly. Club, right? mm -hmm. As you find yeah, new we'll, spells, we'll start a new group called uh, the Two Magi and the Arcanist. <laughs> <laughs> Those weird magic users. Yep. <laughs> you offer this to him. Um, again, the two of you uh, continuing to dance. Probably after uh, do your best not to wiggle too much as he lifts you up in the air. It's very <laughs> uncomfortable for like you weigh nothing. He just yeah. picks you up. <laughs> well, it's also uncomfortable because, like, you have to trust this guy that I've, like, haven't seen in a million years and, like, just met again today. And then he's just lifting me in the air and I'm hoping he doesn't drop me. Cordelia's sitting there. It's like, did you cast a bull strength before we began? 
Like, no, actually, he's flattered. I don't need. I don't find flattered. I need it. It's not even in my spell book. <laughs> <laughs> my God! I cast it one time to open a jar, and the jar just shattered in my hands. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if Cornelius swung that way, that that'd be pretty impressive. Sure. Yeah. But you offer, yeah, you know, like if we want to share some spells and all the rest of that stuff, like all of our occasionally, you know, we exchange magic spells since we're such close friends. <laughs> we're besties. BFFs forever, bro. It sounds like you're asking him to come trade like Pokemon cards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Come to our treehouse and bring we don't actually Pokemon. trade them; we just duplicate them. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I have a shiny Charizard. Do you want one too? <laughs> Here you go. He glances you over for a moment. You know that sounds like it would be a wonderful opportunity. I would be uh, pleased if you were uh, willing to share some of your your magic. Well, wonderful. We will have to. Uh, well, I'll have to talk to Count Darahan and see if we can't arrange uh, for both of us to meet up. Shall we say eight o'clock tomorrow morning? Oh, wonderful. <laughs> I wish I had money for go- for to scribe scrolls. <laughs> I will send a servant down to collect you and Count Darahan. Uh, we can, it will probably be noisy in the morning, but we can take some time to prepare things. The Arcane Laboratory is on the second floor. Ah, you have a laboratory. Fascinating. Well, it's the family laboratory. It's been in use for some two centuries now, but... Um, I don't think we saw that when we came here as children. Probably yeah, they're not, not. going to let the yeah. group of 10-year-olds You almost never went up to the second floor. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> laboratory. You could maybe borrow some gold and send the finch out to buy some ink. Yeah. yeah. How um, much do you need? Well, it depends on the level of the spell. Well, again, this might be one of those like initial like everyone brings out their Pokemon cards and you kind of compare what you have and what then do you have? well, yeah, because it's going to take hours to scribe all mm-hmm. those other stuff. So it's it's more like we can all prepare spells together and discuss our various spells. Let's mm. cancel today's festivities and just talk about magic. <laughs> <laughs> if Bartleby is not Mister Decorum, though, yeah. he's like, mm. no, we mu- we must go to brunch. Yeah, uh, you are aware that uh, breakfast, brunch, breakfast, lunch, brunch uh, starts at nine a.m. tomorrow. So mm. okay, so we'll have an hour to look through spells. You can wake up, quickly get dressed, go up there, spend an hour. I don't think either you or Oliver have actually cast spells, so you don't uh, really need to. I cast Ears of the City yesterday, or the, oh, yeah. earlier today. So, Sarah, so yeah. yeah, re-prepare your spells. Uh, but have an opportunity, and it gives you an opportunity to kind of uh, explore around the palace a bit. I was going to say, it's a chance to poke around a magical laboratory. Yeah. Mm. What fun. Still, you made some headway. In the meantime, Oliver, Gwen, Felix... The three of you settle down here in the uh, the game room and begin a, a pleasant game. I mean, we definitely don't have time for Warhammer. We've only got an hour. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Yeah, There's yeah, no right. time for Warhammer. Gwen Go would eye the table and then look over at Oliver and nod like, later we're playing Warhammer. Very well. <laughs> oh, show. I call the Bretonians. <laughs> but you begin a pleasant game of uh, Last Aslant. Last hmm. Um, okay. Okay. Are all five of us playing together, I would imagine? Yes, at one since table? all five of you are playing together, uh, this uses the uh, um, Aharo deck. Hmm. Which they seem to find absolutely like nothing. Again, for the uh, for the Varetian people, using a Aharo deck for playing cards is actually pretty offensive. Yeah. Yep. But they seem to have no problem with it whatsoever. And it's, I don't know if any of you have uh, knowledge local, which would be to know enough about I the mean, Varetian I people. I do. Yeah. I don't know if Gwen wants to raise a stink. No. <laughs> or Oliver, for that matter. No, because she's trying to impress, or she's trying to learn about the Baroness. If it was just the Earl, she might. Uh, but it's basically a matching game that can be played with uh, two to five players, where each of you receives uh, five cards. Uh, you then flip over the top card of the deck to start a discard pile. And then uh, starting from the dealer's left, each player in turn places a card face up on the discard pile. 
the played card must be of the same suit as the top card of the discard pile. Just like which Uno. Which is a true map. It's kind of like Uno. Uh, to it, or an opposite match uh, to mm. it. If a card is played as the opposite match, it has the additional effect based on the suit of the card. Mm. Where it can do things like books make people draw three cards, or shields make people take an extra turn. This is Uno. It's basically Uno. <laughs> yeah. And if you can't play a card because of the top card, you have to draw a card. It's, it's yeah. Uno. You're basically yeah. playing Fantasy Uno. Fantasy Uno <laughs> is great. Funny, funny enough, uh, the full rules of this are actually in the Horrorer's Handbook. If uh, huh. if we had a, if we were all together and had a Hero deck, uh, which I do own, ah. uh, we yeah, could play it. But, uh, <laughs> but it would be I offensive to the well. Varician people. It would be offensive mm. to the Varician people. Yep. Mm. Yeah. We just use real Uno cards. So, Oliver, are you uh, influencing uh, Baroness Voinum or uh, Earl? I'd like to, to influence Voinum, please. Okay. And I am sussing out her biases. Okay. So, uh, again, Oliver and uh, and Gwen, the two of you are uh, chatting up with the Baroness. So I suppose uh, Gwen is first going to attempt to determine uh, biases. Uh, you can determine bias automatically with her. Okay. Um, so taking the time to determine her bias, uh, you find that she has a few. Uh, the mm. first one you don't have to worry about. Uh, neither does Oliver. Uh, neither does actually anyone in your party. First off, the Baroness, she just doesn't have time for children. <laughs> and by that, she means anyone under the age of 25. She's like, I don't have time for them. They're just, uh, they're always talking about their TikTok or whatever. I just don't have time for these people. That's hilarious. Oh my gosh. Okay. So if you're under the age of 25, you'd be taking a minus two penalty with her because she just doesn't have time for you. Wow. Wow. That's awesome. Age as much? Yeah, uh, there is an exception I mean, to that. The older where you get, the more ages you become. It's fair. It's fair. There is an exception to that where um, people under the age of twenty-five uh, don't take the penalty if they respect their elders. Mm. Mechanically speaking, that means if they are of a lawful alignment. Ah, okay. Which is showing okay. proper difference. She seems to care a lot about law and order. Mm. Fair enough. However, she does have a soft spot for wine. Mm. Not just gifts of wine. Um, in fact, actually, I think you guys got a bit of a bonus earlier over dinner because she actually, anyone gets a plus two bonus if she is drinking. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah. Not that she uh, usually gets sauce. She's just in a better mood if she's enjoying a good wine. Gotcha. So basically, if you're going to go and uh, uh, invite her over or something, skip the tea, go straight for the wine. Mm -hmm. Well, that's good to know. And then Oliver. I was going to go on ahead and try to influence her again with knowledge local. Um Again, wanting to know more about, you know, the county around here and just what goes on here. Very which well. I believe is one of her weaknesses. For people that have a, uh, a regard for tradition or an interest in the history of the county, uh, as well as the nation. Hmm. Uh, which will grant you a plus two bonus. And I get an additional plus one because I gave her that ribbon. That is true. Stack, stack, stack the bonuses. <laughs> That's the plan. All right, knowledge I mean, local. That by itself was kind of uh, respecting tradition and all the rest of that, so... No. I rolled a natural one, wow. however, so that Why? is only a 14. You're probably kind of bearing down. You might even not even notice it, but uh, I think she mentioned in passing when you were dancing earlier that there was that mm. earthquake a few uh, years back. What was that in? About 70 years ago. Mm. Uh, but it's kind of a sore spot because uh, I'm given to you. You get a little bit of information. Um, there was a bridge over an area referred to as Gold Canyon um, mm. that collapsed during that earthquake. Mm. Apparently... She, amongst many other nobles, have been trying to uh, find a way to get that bridge fixed for 70 years. Ah. Oh. I see. Ends up being a bit of a sore spot. Uh, that is also in the Telus Barony, which kind of gets her started somewhat on the Telus angle. But again, you can tell that she really she doesn't, doesn't like Baron Telus. Yeah. 
So unfortunately, I don't think I get any progress there. No, unfortunately. Yeah. Being yeah. a staunch traditionalist, she seems to have some issue with the uh, the Baron that never shows up or does anything for his people. I mean, that makes I sense. Mean, I don't yeah, blame her. Bear. He's not even on my list of people to influence. Yeah. <laughs> yep. In the meantime, Felix, you settle down with uh, Earl Yonder on the other side of the table, although all of you are yep. here. Mm. Well, before you sit down, actually, he uh, he smiles, takes your hand, if you allow it, kisses the back of it. I mean, sure. Usual politeness. Mm. You are Countess Sespire, I believe. I am indeed. I am Earl Yonder of House Mercandus. It's a pleasure. It is a pleasure to meet you as well. I understand um, you've recently moved to the county. Uh, yes, uh, after a bit of a... I guess, trek through history, we discovered that uh, we have a, a common ancestor with the Betneys. So uh, decided to go ahead and take up residence and see what Statis is like. Oh, I'm confident that you will do an excellent job with the land. Oh, high praise, considering you don't know anything about me. <laughs> <laughs> you come from an esteemed family. Thank you. And considering that uh, you appear to be a, uh, a worshipper of our uh, wealthy father. Uh, I prefer to call him the god of walls and ditches. Oh, uh, I was uh, using the local terminology. Uh, in the South, we also often refer to him simply as uh, the gold-fisted. Mm. <laughs> okay, Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> Judge of the gods, such as it is. Uh, I think I tend to favor more of Abadar's altruistic side. Well, I can certainly understand that. I live in a very, um, well, don't live. Uh, my family is from a very, shall we simply say, rural province. The western rushing marches. I'm sure you've never been. I can't say I've been to that specific area, but I did spend uh, a bit of time in Zamar in my early years. Ah, Zamar. I love this city. It's beautiful. Uh, from what I remember, it was rather enchanting, but I didn't spend too much time there. Oh, that's sad to see. My family have been, shall we simply say, long-standing allies of the, uh, the ruling family of Zamar. Ah. I assume then uh, you're well acquainted with uh, Pytherius then, the High Strategos. Yes. He's an interesting man. Interesting how so? <laughs> interesting can have uh, many definitions, depending. He and I are of a, well, we're not of a mind, but we've had some interesting philosophical discussions. Uh, as have he and I. <laughs> he is a, uh, I apologize if I offend anyone at the table. He glances around at, you know, everyone else at the table, mostly Oliver. <laughs> When I first met him, he seemed more of a, a rank-and-file soldier. He was but a commander then. And uh, I'll admit, I, my experience with soldiers have been often that they are not of the philosophical bent. Mm. I think it just depends on which ones you're talking to. <laughs> Oliver lets it go. Yeah, but does Voinum <laughs> let it go? <laughs> mm. Uh-huh. Voinum just stares daggers across the table towards him. Mm. <laughs> He had a difficult childhood, and that is something I myself can quite understand. I think it's something that uh, unites some people. Uh, I think you would find that most soldiers also have had difficult childhoods, probably more so than any noble. Although they don't usually take a more philosophical bent with it. There are exceptions, of course. And out of curiosity, how many soldiers have you spoken with? <laughs> I've had my occasion to, but I'll admit you have me in a corner. Not many. I mostly spend my time these days uh, hmm, traveling around, making inroads. Inroads? What kind? Mercantile, mostly. I've done my best to... Uh, he kind of waits until there's a little bit of a part of the conversation where, where Gwen and Oliver are both more engaged with uh, Baroness Voynum. Mm. 
I was orphaned at 15. I'm so sorry. Yeah. But unfortunately, my brother died in an accident uh, some years beforehand. I was never meant to inherit my title or my lands. And suffice it to say, my land is not, uh, it's mostly swamp. We know all about that. I have a friend who can commiserate. <laughs> Most of the people there are, uh, are peat cutters, fishermen, in the traditional Moda fishing manner. Moda's famous for its catfish. Hmm. And uh, apparently sticking one's arm in a log until a catfish bites onto it and then pulling them out and smacking the catfish over the top of the log is a traditional fishing manner uh, amongst my people. I've heard of such, but have never engaged myself. <laughs> no, um, would not suggest it. I inherited the ancestral Mercundus estate in the region. I met with many of the influential citizens there. Um, but let's simply say that uh, there are many quarrels amongst my people. Old grudges. Sometimes leading so far as uh, fistfights and murders in my land. Oh. So the Hatfields and the McCoys live down in Moda, <laughs> is what you're telling me. Mm. <laughs> the infighting reached a point that uh, the Taldane military had to intervene. Ah. That was the first time I met, uh, at that point, Commander Pytherius. He helped me a great deal. I was, uh, again, I was a boy of 15. I didn't know what I was doing. Maybe I'm reading way too much into this, but it sounds like the Earl is into Pytherius. I think it's more that he looks up to him yeah. because yeah. he helped him out of a scrape. Yeah. More of like a father figure. I'd realized things over the years that followed. One, people misjudge people often. That is also a conclusion I've come to during my travels. I'm a skinny young man with a cane. Not exactly the first person people ask to parties. But my time at the Kith was well spent. I have learned to uh, use the gifts that Abadar has bestowed upon me. And I learned during that time, no offense to your own views of our wealthy father. Money and power, that is what moves our nation, gets things done. I had a title and land, but no power. I had land, but no money. I've done what I can to make inroads to assure that eventually I'm granted both. I must say, I uh, don't necessarily disagree with your stance. However, I think the problem is the balance. You just said so yourself, that you can't have one without the other. And the problem is, is that when it is tipped in one side, no one benefits. At least, not in the long run. May I, may I propose a hypothetical to you? Certainly. You have recently purchased your manor, or at the very least inherited your manor. And if you arrived and the manor had a leaky roof, what would you do? Would you handle it yourself? Do you have any experience doing such? Would you find a peat farmer to fix it for you? Or would you go to town and find a professional? Personally? Yes. I would go for the person that has the most knowledge and skill to get the job done. Precisely. But most nobles are not those people. On how to fix a roof, no. But if you have the same question and you say that you have gold that needs to be spent on improving the nation. Which is not being done. That you have laws that need to be passed. That you have governance that needs to be done. I know so many people over in our, our cousins, as it were, over in Andoran, believe in this uh, rulership by the people. But the fact is, is that we nobles are trained in using power and wealth. We are the ones with the experience. And yet we fail miserably to use it to benefit the most people. 
for years in my own lands. I can't get even the simplest of things passed just to fix roads, which affects trade and commerce and mercantile in my own prefecture. And that is a widespread problem. So the nobles that are currently in power are not using it wisely. And that is my issue. He smiles, leans in a little bit closer. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Me personally, and I know Pytheris doesn't share my view on this. Me personally, I believe that power needs to be consolidated. I think the distribution of so many lands, so little oversight, needs to be restructured. As I've told the High Strategos on numerous occasions, if I were Grand Duke of Moda, things would be functioning much different than it is now. I'm under the impression that absolute power corrupts absolutely. Too much consolidation will have the exact same problem as too much distribution. As I said before, it is all about a balance, and we have yet to find or strike that balance. Perhaps you are right, but you must admit, the rulership that is in place. He almost whispers this, not quite, but almost glancing in Oliver's direction. Even amongst some of the grand houses of Taldor have failed us on numerous occasions. Perhaps it is time that we have a new leader who's willing to clean the slate. I know. You know, I feel like we need a woman in charge. <laughs> <laughs> because she is a woman. I think it would give a different perspective. A different perspective would be interesting. I'll let you in on something. Felix probably leans in a little bit. <laughs> this is wild. I am a close personal friend of the High Strategos. I gathered as much. This war for the crown is never what he wanted. A political alliance, a marriage alliance, would have been the most efficient, the most stabilizing for all of Taldor. I don't think the princess truly understands how much Pytherius respects her. I think you would be surprised, but respect, in my opinion, is not enough to solidify a relationship. There's mm. much more work that goes into it, and just looking at the two of them... That would not be a happy relationship, nor would it be the best for Taldor because of the opposing views that they have on how to accomplish goals. And I doubt either of them would want to be silenced in their opinion. That is true. I fear that the two of us may find ourselves on opposite sides of this conflict, but I see many of your points, and they are quite valid. And I see yours as well. I don't think there is one solid right or wrong way to approach something. Unfortunately, I don't think a better option has been proposed. No, but perhaps one will arise. We shall see. If the princess, and I mean absolutely no offense to her, but if the princess runs out of options, then perhaps she will eventually see that sitting on the throne next to Pytherius would be better than not being engaged at all. Mm, I don't think that will happen. We could all dream. I simply want what is best for my nation. And let me simply say, what is best for my friend? Apparently, Earl Yonder ships them together. He wants power, and he thinks that if you, they get rid of this conflict and Pytherius is in charge, then he's the one who gets yeah, the power. Yeah, because Pytherius will yeah. be like, I understand what you did for me, Yonder, and also I see you. Be a Grand Duke now. Yeah, I like him less now after speaking with him. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the, the thing about like consolidating power and stuff feels yeah, very like dictator-like. I don't like that at all. Like, uh, that's icky. But tis ick. There's not really much you can do as far as influencing him is concerned. 
Yeah, no, he's uh, he, he's made he's a fanboy. He wants what he wants. Following this, the clock strikes midnight. All of you gather yourselves together again. You have to be up and, uh, and at brunch at 9 a.m. Mm. Yeah, y'all get to do that. I mean, I'm probably up praying, but... I was going to say, Oliver and I have an early uh, early morning uh, spell swap. As you return back to the ballroom, again, uh, Cornelius and Verity finishing their dances, the Count smiles at everyone. Thank you again for attending the first day of our Jubilee. Tomorrow will be even more exciting, as of course we do have a grand hunt planned. Mm-hmm. And for those of you not wanting to participate in the hunt, I do have alternative entertainment prepared. I trust that you will find it every bit as exciting as tonight's entertainment. Oh, God. He does remember that tonight's entertainment included an attempt on his life, right? Mm. He probably found that very entertaining. You're going to be hunting halflings tomorrow. Oh, oh God. God. I don't want to hunt halflings. <laughs> no. <laughs> With beanbag-loaded crossbows. No. Um, no. I wouldn't put it past him at this point. That's <laughs> yeah, the sad part. Seriously. Yeah, that is so true. What the heck? Thank you all for your attendance. And I trust that you will have a wonderful evening. Your guides, he gestures over towards the collection of jesters, will lead you back to your assorted rooms or guest houses. Thank you once again. Mm. Everyone applause. Sure, we all clap. Yep. Yeah, clap, clap, clap. He does a quick glance over towards uh, two of the guards and gives kind of like a tilt of his head as they make their way over to uh, to escort the Duchess back to her own apartment. He mentions in passing to, uh, to Oliver, also the invitation to join him in the Arcane Laboratory on the second floor. Mm. Tomorrow morning for a, a spell swap. Right. Is it? This feels a little weird, but I think this is something Oliver wants to do. Is it okay if I, like, stay out on the grounds for a little bit? Yeah, you're welcome to uh, to walk out onto the grounds and all the rest of that. Mm. Pretty much the standing rule here is um, you're welcome to explore. Mm-hmm. If a door is locked, it's locked for a reason. And also, since you're a guest, do not make your way to the second floor. Yeah. I'd be, I always plan on going outside, not to the second floor. Yeah. You can wander the grounds for a little bit. As you're walking out, you know, everyone kind of walks by bows or curtsies and all the rest of that stuff to the count. Hmm. Felix, uh, as you're walking past, and Verity, because I think Verity uh, openly uh, wears this as well, uh, the count smiles. Oh, I did want to mention, uh, there is a uh, a shrine to Abadar on the second floor if you want to make your way to the chapel in the morning. I imagine you would like to do your prayers. Uh, And of course, uh, I believe, uh, I think Verity again wears an open holy symbol of Abadar as well. Yeah, I do, it's in my little cravat. And of course, if you wish to uh, to have your prayers in there as well. Oh, I thank you. Yeah, I will definitely take you up on that. Uh, your servant should hopefully be able to guide you up there. But if not, if you take the stairs off of the uh, Grand Hall to the second floor, it's the first door on your left, uh, straight ahead into the waiting room outside of my office, and then uh, door on your left. Much appreciated. Yes, thank you. He smiles, nods. You're all taken back to your rooms. Gwen apparently getting to sleep in tomorrow if she so wants. Well, I imagine she's probably going to practice in the morning. Mm. Got to warm up the old voice. Actually, um, as Gwen passes, the Count would nod to her as well. Oh, and um, I would not ask this of you, of course. But if you're interested in uh, sometimes some of the uh, the locals, and it kind of glances off towards the side towards Crab, like to give uh, small performances and such from time to time, just as a a means by which to uh, engage an audience. You know how we all love our chance to show off. Uh, there is a recital room downstairs if you would like to uh, to practice or anything. I don't know if you do daily vocal warm-ups or anything like that. Oh, thank you. Of course. You can find it just off the Grand Hall. Mm. It's next to the gallery, over by the, uh, the game room. Gwen would incline her head. 
There's literally even a stage in there. <laughs> Man, this palace has everything we would need to use it for a headquarters. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> it sure does. Uh-huh. Amazing how that Amazing works. Amazing how that uh-huh. happened. Bards just in there strum their instruments. Yeah. But you all go your separate ways. Um, led back to your uh, your individual rooms. Uh, Oliver out onto the grounds. Is there anything Oliver's doing or is he just wanting to, uh, to pace the grounds for a bit? What Oliver's really doing is he's reviewing how the joust went and how he could have done better. A little in his head, as it were. He overanalyzes stuff, I think. Gwen's going to bed. Verity <laughs> is also yeah, going fair. to bed. Cornelius yeah, is going to good. go to bed, but have to like rub his feet because he's like, oh, I've been on my feet all day. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. You're having a soak. You're having a salt <laughs> bath. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, I don't know if that's an option, but probably. You will return back to your rooms. Each of you in your respective rooms, I believe. Countess Zespire in the, the white room. Indeed. With the canaries and its doves. Uh, Oliver eventually returning back to the brown room, mm. surrounded by his, the sparrows and buntings across the surrounding walls. I believe that uh, Gwen had claimed the red room. I think I was in the green room. Green room? Because of. Because yeah, you know, you got to get ready for your performance in the morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. yeah, you got to be in the she green had to get room. her MMs. <laughs> I think I was in the green room. With the green finches and the rollers. I was in the blue room, is what I remember. Uh, so Verity down in the blue room with the, uh, the J's and the blue tits. And, uh, hey, no one laughed that time. I did. I just did it quietly. <laughs> I, I was going to say, I laughed internally. I just I could barely hear it, but yeah, Rachel did. And then Cornelius in the uh, the red room with the red robins, the rose finches. You settle in, climb into your uh, your luxurious beds. Oliver, probably feeling guilty um, afterwards since uh, Purple Finch waited up outside of his uh, door oh, because God. she has oh, to help him with his no. coat and all the rest of that oh, stuff. As I'm so sorry. <laughs> She's so tired. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Purple Finch. <laughs> She's gonna get a really good tip. <laughs> Oliver does feel really bad. Like I think I think I'm gonna go on ahead and slip her a platinum piece at least right oh, now. Wow, jeez. Wow, yeah. Okay. She stares at this in like utter astonishment. <laughs> I, I'm so sorry. I just I mean, oh, if she no, needs no, a job, no, we can always um, hire her at the estate. Uh, <laughs> that, that that's 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 not necessary at all. Uh, but um um she says like quickly tucking it away. Uh, but Thank you. Um, Please take it. It's the least I could do. Uh, for the gentleman, she does uh, help you both with your basically your coats and your shoes and all the rest yeah. of that stuff. For the ladies, she helps you guys get out of your, your corsets and everything else, which is somewhat difficult. The very complicated dresses that are required in this age. Although with Verity, it's just helping her out of her suit coat and shoes because yep. Verity does the suit jacket. I do. Well, I think she's wearing a dress for the, the gal. Yeah. I think you might have been. It's I a suit jacket yeah. with a dress bottom situation. Ah, I see. Hmm. You settle in here. Hearing the, uh, as the sun is down, the sound of the birds outside has changed. Although the bird song never quite disappears, as uh, there are obviously various nocturnal birds. Mm. To make sure that you have that constant ambiance <laughs> of, uh, of birds chirping outside of your window all night See, long. See, I hate that. Like, I do too. I, when I'm sleeping, I'm just like, no. Yeah. Chirp, chirp, chirp. But you settle in, try to rest, think about the day's activities. Uh, Felix, considering her recent conversation with uh, Ormacondus. Again, you're not going to sway him. But it seems like you came to a a kind of a mutual understanding. Oliver probably in his head over the uh, the joust and his performance therein. Cornelius thinking about the uh, the awkwardness of this whole Lady Crab situation. Mm. But managing to eventually uh, to get that kind of lined up. Like, well, she's on her side now even. And I think I've avoided getting married to her daughter. (laughs) Now how do I figure out how to not get married to her? (laughs) I mean, if you're a good match... The extraordinarily unique challenges. I don't know what the CR on that is, but for War for the Crown. Mm. 
Gwen, considering the the inroads that she made with uh, Bartleby, how she kind of started the day with hopes that he was different, um, but unfortunately, yeah, he's not really not. But having made some inroads with uh, Sir Grisain, Verity, thinking about all the inroads and such, the connections that she's made as far as O'Kara is concerned, um, as well as also uh, an awesome lady. Yeah, as well as the the Duchess of which. Again, might have made her a little uncomfortable with like the guards basically leading her away back to. Uh, mm. Again, you don't know whether or not she's trapped here. Although, again, from her commentary, you don't know whether or not they can trap her here. Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, it would be ki- wouldn't it be kidnapping if she's well enough to walk away? And they're like, no, you can't leave. Well, it depends if the courts have considered her unfit. Yeah, I guess that's yeah. true. As you lay here, Cornelius, sleep finally overcoming you, laying here in the dark, listening to the birds outside the window. Thinking over your day. Go ahead and make me a will save. I hate this. What? I don't know <laughs> why. Actually, make me a will save next time. What is the danger to my brain? <laughs> oh, What's no. happening? See, I thought danger. Lady Crab was about to crawl into I your bed. I was like, Cornelius locked his doors so the Lady Crab couldn't sneak in. The door opens up. Charm person. <laughs> oh my God. She just scoots out from under the bed like, why hello there? <laughs> my God. I don't remember reading that she was that bad. No, no. <laughs> oh, no. I'm in danger. I guess, yeah, we'll find out what happens there next time. Yeah, Jeez. what did I do? Oh yeah. And of course, um, <laughs> thank you to all of our extraordinarily generous patrons who have, Seriously, uh, have been though. donating to our own cause. Who've uh, We've been staying up late evenings for all of you to uh, to keep to keep these episodes coming. And uh, Thank you for all those platinum pieces you're slipping us. Thank you for all mm-hmm. that amazing platinum you're providing us every month. Um, I promise I haven't been investing all of our Patreon money in platinum. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very unstable market. You should really go mm-hmm. for palladium or probably silver. however um we do want to take an opportunity to of course thank our patrons and as always we want to thank a few of them by name and i will start by saying thank you to haunted love oh that's that's what's happening to cornelius right now (laughs) (laughs) he's being haunted by love yes Yes, that sounds like an amazing song from like the 70s or 80s yes that's definitely like a hair metal song yeah Yeah. absolutely (laughs) well i would like to thank gary s Thank Gary. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Gary. Yes. We just had a great chat with Gary. Yes. We did. We actually had a great after oh, party yeah. with Gary very recently. Nice. nice. That guy yeah. knows his stuff. I <laughs> blew his cool. mind with the Little Mermaid. It's true. The Little Mermaid question mark question yeah. mark. Yeah. We, when Great. Rachel brought up the fact that uh, Cthulhu and Ursula were taken down the exact same way. Huh. Huh. Run a boat. You're not them. wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why I was like, oh, did Little Mermaid get inspired by the Call the Cthulhu of Cthulhu? Mythos? Which would be amazing. <laughs> wild, wild fan okay. theory. But I would like to thank Elizabeth Roper. All right. Thank you, Elizabeth. Elizabeth, good name. Any name with a Z. Yes, Yes, I'm a sucker for a Z name. And I would like to thank Kyle Chapman. Thank you, Kyle. Thank you, Kyle. Kyle. Thank you, Kyle. Very nice. Quite a chap. Yes. And I would like to thank Bill Fox. Well, thank you, Bill. Thank you, Bill. Thank you, Bill. Great last name. Absolutely. Wiley. He's very wily. (laughs) Uh, and I would like to go ahead and thank Eric Orr. So appreciate thank it, Eric. You, Eric. Thank, thank you, Eric. Thank you, Eric. Thank you so much. Yeah. You are all amazing. Thank you all for your continued patronage, your continued support. Uh, thank you to our amazing community of, uh, of Path Folk out there, uh, both on our uh, our Discord, on our subreddit, following us on whatever the heck Twitter's called now. <laughs> X. <laughs> Which everybody X-er. says in everything I read, X, formerly Twitter. 
Yeah. yeah. I just still call it Twitter. Yeah. Everyone I mean, does. Yeah. Everyone does. I'm also not going to stop saying tweet and start saying Zeet because that's stupid. Wait, is it supposed that's to be Zeet? Zeet, Zeet, Zeet is the yes. official name for it. Nope. That, okay. <laughs> no, you don't off, get to choose what? that. <laughs> nope. <laughs> anyway, we're off topic. Uh, yep. yep. And as always, we also want to thank our Find the Path tier patrons, which include Andrew Miller, and her, Braden Worrell, Colin Bill, Elliot Brown, Eric and Lisa Junker, Gary S. once again, <laughs> Ian Date, Jessica Vetterly, Jim C., Joshua Saldana, Kevin Etterfay, Lewis Ellis, Siren Roll, and TJ Kahn. Thank you all for your amazing patronage and support. We could not be doing this without you. Nope. Truly, we yes. do appreciate you. everybody. Thank you guys so much. And speaking of uh, patronage and support, funny enough, I actually skipped over um, someone whenever I was typing out uh, all the names for us to read off on here. So I do want to oh. have a special thank you right after Haunted Love and right before Gary S. to uh, a Miss Heather R. Allen for backing our <laughs> Patreon. <laughs> Okay. I wanted access to all the comments and the logging that, in that and the same username. Because I also am a patron of us. I would like to thank Heather for artificially inflating our numbers. <laughs> no, I just wanted access to like the comments, the comments on everything. And yeah. every time Rick gave me the username and password to log in, it wouldn't let me. So I finally said, <laughs> and got and just subscribed. So a special thank you to Heather R. Allen for her patronage and her continued constant support for this podcast. Everybody well, thank you, with what you think the R stands for in her name. Oh, we, God, we don't do that. Do that I'm you. so curious. Yeah, yeah so anyway, anyway. Thank you, Heather. I support myself. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, you, sometimes, you sometimes do just need to spend money on yourselves. It's important yeah. to engage in self-care. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so thank you all for, continue, for joining us. Tune in next time to figure out... Uh, What's going on with Cornelius? Yeah. yeah. I'm a little concerned. Oh, weird. Yeah. Such concern. Yeah. Yeah. And until next time, good luck, Pathfinders. Bye, Good luck, good luck out there. Yes. Ooh, is, is somebody trying like a dream message on Ooh. you? Oh, maybe. Maybe the Duchess is sending you her breakout plans. <laughs> <laughs> Find the Path Ventures is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. War for the Crown is copyright 2018. War for the Crown and the Pathfinder Venture Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.